Are you ready to be inspired, uplifted, and motivated to greatness? It's time for Star Style. Be the star you are. With your effervescent personal growth coaches, the Oprah of the airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, and health specialist, Heather Brittany. Define your vision, discover your passion, and design your future in this power-packed hour of life-changing talk radio featuring authors and success experts dedicated to helping you achieve the results you deserve. Be entertained, edutained, encouraged, and empowered. Smile, have fun, and celebrate you. Explore your potential and embrace your possibilities with your hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on Star Style. Be the star you are, starting right now. Hello, Power Partners. It is party time here on Radio's Finest Hour of Power. It's Star Style. Be the star you are. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we are so thrilled to be your personal growth success coaches here on the airwaves with you every single week. We have you on our radar. We want to reveal to you that dreams do come true because you have the power. We can fix what's broken, heal what hurts, and become the person we were born to be. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Star Style Productions, coaching you for writing, speaking, and media interviews. Call 925-377-STAR or starstyleproductions.com to book your session, and you can be the star you are. And this is by Alan Cohen. Nature exists to be enjoyed, not controlled. And then another one that I found that I just loved is just as important as recognizing what you're passionate about is recognizing a lack of passion and deciding where to go from there. And I think that's something we always talk about, Heather, is go towards your strengths, right? Why, if you're not a math person, don't struggle so hard, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love history exactly. or read the book. <laughs> well, we have a great show for you today, as we do every week, in Health Matters coming right up. Heather is going to help us learn how to lose weight easily, maintain a healthy lifestyle, by showing us some ways that we can tweak our daily diet uh, that'll give us some big payoffs because we'll boost uh, our metabolism and have it go a little bit faster. Then I'm going to broach the subject of what makes people happy. Is it where you live, how much money you make, your kids, your lack of them, a great job? What is it? I hope to empower you with some ways that you can make better choices so that you can score a 10 on that happiness scale. And then for all of us who love our pets, do we know how to keep them safe in an emergency? Do we know how to gain peace with our pooch and how to take care of them in all different ways, whether it be nutrition and other health things? So we're going to, you know, have a, a, a pooch party at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. So you'll want to stay tuned for that. And then the last, I just wanted to give one announcement because I've already uh, said it last week, or Heather and I talked about it last week, but we are excited that our show, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, that has been broadcasting since 2003 on World Talk Radio, and we've been broadcasting live since 1998 on both terrestrial and other um, other stations, 
is that we are now merging with Voice America Network, and we will have a new, new, new home. We will also be changing from Thursdays to Wednesdays, and we'll be broadcasting live every single Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific, that's 7 to 8 p.m., Eastern on Voice America. But for all of you who are World Talk fans and all of our guests from the past, don't worry because the people at Voice America are making it easy and that will still be the same website. You can still access us there, but you'll now also be able to find us at the Voice America website. And of course, for any questions, you can always go to StarStyleRadio.com where we keep photos, descriptions, and the archives. So getting into health matters, I'm going to jump right in. Heather, there are some golden rules for a faster metabolism. If I want to be healthy and I, I want to be fit, what do we need to do? <laughs> well, exactly. There's lots of little tips here. The first thing I want to say is eating, especially kind of eating mindfully. A, a thing that often happens is we don't start the day off with breakfast, and we think, you know, skipping a meal, that might be saving calories. But what happens when you skip meals, especially first thing in the morning, your body goes back into its caveman, its natural thing, of thinking you need to store on to calories and fat because there's the time in life when they didn't know when their next meal would be. So they would eat, you know, lots of heavy foods stored up, um, and because there, you know, there could be a time of drought or no food going on. So your body starts to do that. If it goes too long without getting anything in it, those calories that you've earned before aren't going to, you know, digest into energy. They're going to be stored as fat calories. And that, what happens there, it's going to stop and slow down your metabolism. I always kind of like to view metabolism as almost like a, a drain or a sink that you need to just put a little bit in it each time. It keeps it running, you know, kind of going down the garbage disposal or right? if you just put a little little bit at a time, it's going to keep going smoothly. If you cram a lot of it in, it's going to slow down. Similar to if you eat a lot of food really fast, that's what it actually slows down your metabolism. It makes you lethargic. Your blood becomes just filled with sugar. Um, but your digestion moves really slow because there's too much. You know, it's all clogged up. Um, so one thing to do to kind of keep your engine going, keep your, your drain, you know, nice and clean, not rusted, is keeping um, eating small meals and kind of keeping it flowing all day long. So just kind of making, I'm personally not a breakfast person. I still nauseous eating early in the morning, but just getting something in me. They say, you know, just within the first two hours, whether it's just oatmeal, banana, um, or something too is green tea. Um, green tea actually contains, you know, caffeine, as we know, and antioxidants, and that can kind of give you an initial um metabolism rev up and it's just a small amount only about you know an additional 100 calories a day but that adds up to a lot over time and there's also you know the antioxidant the health benefits of green tea and for people who are you know are trying to limit the amount of caffeine and you know sometimes uh coffee can upset their you know their stomachs and more green tea though it has caffeine in it it's a much lower uh amount and there's tea it's basically just herbs and water. So it's really beneficial in that thing, too. Another thing is we know when we get, you know, if you've ever eaten really spicy food, you start sweating. And as we know, when you're sweating, you're burning up calories then. So something that's crazy is there's um, capsaicin uh, that's in spicy foods. And what that is is it's a, it's a compound in chili peppers that revs up your metabolism. It kind of makes your metabolism go on a workout. Um, I know sometimes you eat that spicy food, you start sweating, you're drinking water. And that process, too, is when you eat spicy foods, when you raise your body temperature and then you drink cold water, that kind of shock in your body, um, it's both things... Uh, 
cause you to burn calories. If you drink really cold water, what that does is it lowers your body temperature. So your body has to, you know, kind of work to build itself up back to its normal temperature. So that burns calories. When you eat spicy foods, it elevates, uh, it elevates uh, your body temperature. And then again, making your body work harder to get it back to this regulated amount. Um, something too, you know, we're talking about, we've talked before about uh, particular vitamins and stuff to eat. Something that's really good is B vitamins. Um, they can help you to kind of produce uh, your energy. And things that have it is like quinoa and grains. And these are the, a big thing to look um, in, you know, when you're reading labels, and oh, a lot of times we focus on the sugars and the fat and the calorie content. Proteins are a great thing for your metabolism. And not only um, proteins keep you feeling full. So when you eat things that are really rich in protein, it makes you feel fuller uh, faster and throughout the day so that you're not, you know, constantly hungry. And a lot of times they're lower in calorie, lower in fat. And what happens with protein is your body um, doesn't digest it the way that it does with carbohydrates and sugars. So it's going to be, you know, even if the proteins have fat, then it, it's maybe healthy-wise for you. Keep you full. So it's one thing I think is um, I, I constantly eat, and it's good, you know, it's good for all things. It's got probiotics is Greek yogurt. The Greek yogurt... I was just going to say, Greek yogurt is so delicious, and you can do so much with it. I mean, even add it, you know, to to pitas and sandwiches, besides just add fruit or just yeah, eat it plain. You know, yeah, I mean, it's so Greek easy. Yogurt, it used to be, because one thing about Greek yogurt, per, you know, six to eight ounce serving, it can have something crazy. You know, some, some yogurts have upwards of 28 grams of protein, and that's good. That's all. But Greek yogurt used to be, they only made it in the fatty versions. That it, a cup would also have 28 grams of fat in it, which you want to stay away from. But now all kind of Yoplait, Dannon, even, you know, the the kind of generic brands at grocery store are making non-fat uh, Greek yogurt, which still, I have to say, you know, if people think, oh, non-fat is going to be very bland, it, it tastes so rich, almost like a sour cream, and I mean that in a really good way. And now, you know, they make beyond just plain, which I think tastes like sour cream, and I mean it, it tastes delicious. You know, you can put it, you know, in soups and salads, all that kind of stuff. But they, now they make ones with fruit in it that maybe has a little bit more calories, maybe only about 120 to 130 calories, and maybe, you know, two or three grams more of sugar, but still has a really high protein amount, and it has... um Really high time, and a really good taste for that too. And as well as yogurts, as we know, with probiotics in it that are really good, especially you know for women, you know for urinary tract, as well as your digestion. We want to keep everything in your stomach, you know, really happy. And that's something just kind of an overall of helping keeping your metabolism good is eating mindfully and eating healthy food. Um, we know that you know the better we eat, the better we feel, and all food digests. Differently, some things you know stay. A, a lot of times, you you may eat a really fatty, hearty thing, and it may make you feel full. But then you you know in two hours, you're feeling hungry again, even though you consumed a lot because it's empty calories and it's fatty calories. So make sure you know if you are eating fatty things, which we've discussed before, there are good fats. Just be aware of you know the natural fats. For example, avocados, though they have a higher fat, it's a good fat. Same with almonds. Almonds are going to keep you going. Uh, I just think I think too much much nuts have a lot of protein in them, and there's something they have fiber as well. So they're good for your digestion, and they're going to keep you full of energy throughout the day. Um, I so want to just interject yeah. something that you said just uh, like a minute ago is mindful eating. And I really think that's really important because we are in this fast-paced 
lifestyle today, you know, and it's just go, 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 and everything's on the run, and fast food this, fast food that. I do really feel that to maintain a healthy lifestyle, to stay fit, and to keep our metabolisms, you know, in a really productive manner, that we do have to be mindful when we eat. So it's something to take time to chew and take time to sit down, even if you can only carve out 15 minutes Really attempt not to do it while you're driving and running around. Instead, you know, sit down and enjoy the food because if you're, if you're multitasking while we're eating, we're really not, uh, not being mindful, but we're also not inhaling and encouraging our bodies to be as healthy as they can possibly be. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, completely. Uh, that's the studies have shown that you eat about 30% more when you're multitasking. A lot of times people, you know, we're in this society now where we're, we're eating at our desk, we're eating in the car, we're watching TV, we're on the computer, we're doing our homework. And you're, again, as you said, you're not paying attention to the task at hand. And it takes your stomach from uh, about 15 minutes from the time you swallow something for it to, you know, reach your stomach and for it to, you know, send a, you know, a note back up to your brain saying, I'm full. I've had enough. So a lot of times people eat, 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 eat. And then all of a sudden it hits them. Oh, I'm full. And they, they overeat because they're eating so fast. Um, what also, if you've ever noticed when you go out to dinner with people, how you tend to have these long dinner, you know, you're just talking, enjoying, and you may be eating just a little bit amount, but you feel very full because you're, you're taking a long time, you're having conversation, you're not just inhaling that down. So those are things too, you know, take time, you know, sit down as a family eating meals, or if you can, you know, be able to take out lunch break and go and sit and just focus on the time at hand, you know, other than talking with someone, that can help, you know, that's a good thing, too, slowing down your eating, because you can't be talking with your mouth full, but um, a lot Or you of- can be talking with your mouth full, it's just that you drool and everything falls out. <laughs> yeah, well, this, you know, as a society, especially, you know, one of, a big thing with, regarding with obesity is we are this go, go, go nation, um, but we're not focusing on these things, and this is well, how our health fails with that a lot of times, and we don't go to the doctor that we're sick. You know, it's taking um, precautionary, you know, just kind of maintaining your health. So being really, again, just being really mindful of when you're eating and the amount of it. And something, too, you know, always a big thing of reading the labels, seeing what's going in. A lot of times people, um, you know, we're, they see labels and you're misread by it because they may say low sodium, say, but um, you know, has less fat than potato chips. Well, that doesn't really say much. You know, if it's something that you could turn over and it could have 10 grams. Or, you know, they now they kind of, uh, packaging is very misleading all the time. So really take the time to read it and also read serving sizes if you're buying something. Because what can mean the thing? You'll buy a bag of chips and it may say, 100 calories, 10 grams, that, and you think, wow, just hold that. There may be 20 servings in that bag. So, again, being really mindful, looking, seeing what's in your belly, and always trying to eat healthy, natural, um, getting in the proteins, getting in um, you know, probiotics, spicy foods, cold foods, um, and whole grains as well. You know, things well, fiber, this things is excellent information. And, of course, with us being Italian, it's always fun to sit around the table because there's a lot of camaraderie and there's always delicious food, right? And, uh, and that's part of it. I think that part of the eating experience and the mindful eating experience is sharing with other people. And if we do this on a regular basis, we'll be happier, which is going to get me into the next segment, which is how to be happy. And that's part of that is uh, eating well, too. So, Heather, thank you for a great Health Matters. Would you give out the websites? 
Most definitely. We want you to go to BeTastarYouAre.com as well as BeTastarYouAre.org. And when we come back from break, we are going to get happy. We're going to find out what is your happiness quotient and how can we get to tens. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And you're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, where you are the star of your own performance. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword World Talk Radio. Are you a teenager with lots to say but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel and join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Be the star you are. Light up the flame. Get a positive prescription for living and discover a cure for adversity when you make a difference in the lives of others by donating to Be The Star You Are, a 501c3 top-rated charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth through increased literacy, positive media, and tools for living. www.bethestarur.org All donations are tax-deductible. www.bethestarur.org Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and motivated to greatness with positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Turn up the volume. Tune in to the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, back to the program with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Well, happy, happy, happy. Thank you so much for staying with me on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and I am your personal growth coach here with you every week. Well, happy people do many things. And I always say there's two types of people in the world, those who choose to be happy and those to choose who to be unhappy. Now, contrary to popular belief, happiness does not come from fame, fortune, other people, or even material possessions. Rather, it comes from within. It really is that shining star that's burning brightly within you. The richest person in the world could be the most miserable person, while a homeless person could be right outside smiling and content 
with his or her life. Happy people are happy because they make themselves happy and they maintain a positive outlook on life and they remain at peace with themselves no matter what the circumstances. Now, of course, we're all humans in training, as I've said many times. And of course, we're all going to have bad days. But the bottom line is, is that when we create an attitude of happiness and sometimes we fake it till we make it, then we become more happy. Now, the question is, how do happy people be happy? If I asked you on a scale of 1 to 10, if we were sitting around my table, you know, having a cup of tea or a glass of wine or a margarita, whatever you want, <laughs> um, what makes you happy and how happy are you? What would you respond? What would your number be between a 1 and a 10? Now, I know that I am right up there. I'm probably a 9.99. I am just plain happy in life. I'm happy with who I am. I'm happy where I am in life. I'm happy with what I do, and I'm really happy with how I make a difference in the world and how I give back. There's always room for improvement, obviously, and I'm always striving for excellence, never for perfection. But in any case, I really believe that I am happy, and I know that happiness is contagious so that when I'm around people, other people are happy too. Now, if I'm around people that are really downtrodden and just like, you know, woe is me. Nobody loves me. I'm going to go eat worms. It tends to bring you down. And I know in the acting world, directors have always said they would much prefer our performances to be bigger because they can bring us down and get us to where we want. Whereas if you're already so down, it's really hard to bring you up. So if you are a tortured soul, just normally, let's try to get you out of that a bit because we can be happy and then bring us down to tortured, but it's really, it's a little bit dip, more difficult. So here are a few steps that we could encourage everyone to take. Number one is where do you live? Research has shown that choosing where you live is one of the most important determinants of your happiness. If you don't like the city or the country you're living in, take a good look at moving because it's possible that the when you move to someplace else, you're going to be happier. And I know I just talked about people that are homeless, and I'm not saying that they're happy to be homeless. But sometimes people are choosing where they are. So we have to really look at that. You want to look for neighbor, neighborhoods, if you like, cities that have sidewalks, that have meeting places or other characteristics that are going to nudge you into social interactions. You want to be near green spaces and recreation because those also favor well-being. You have to get one of the second things is when I said social interactions, you really need a daily dose of friends and family. A strong social network is a foundation. And um, the chief scientist at Gallup, and he's co-author of a book called Well-Being, The Five Essential of Elements, his research shows that America's happiest people purposely plan for social times, and they get at least six hours a day of interaction with friends or family. Now, research from Harvard University shows that if you proactively choose to have a social network, and I'm not talking about Facebook, I'm talking about FaceTime, your bliss can be contagious. The research shows that for each happy friend you add to your social circle, your own happiness grows by about 9%. For each unhappy friend, your happiness will decline by 7%. So you want to find people that you like. You want to commit yourself to routines that will put you in contact with happy people. 
And if you don't have healthy, trustworthy, happy people around you, you know, like I've always said, clean the closets, get rid of them, expand your social network, and you're going to get a big happiness boost. A second, uh, a third thing is what is your financial situation? Have you planned for your future? Are you planning for retirement? Even if you're only 18 or 20, I mean, everybody's going to get there. We tend to think of happiness as getting more joy from life. But just as important as minimizing worry, research shows that you have to have some kind of financial security because that does eliminate stress. And it's it brings you more happiness than just buying stuff all the time. You know, I've often said that when we give kids roots and wings, it's better than stuff and things. So, you know, although, you know, a lot of people say they want to shop to they drop or if they're feeling sad, they're going to go out and spend some money. The problem with that is, is that your happiness is just for a nanosecond. It's just when you do that. But it's better to pay your rent. It's better to pay down your mortgage. Invest in health insurance. Save money for a rainy day. You know, make sure that your car is paid for. You're going to spend less frivolously if you actually kind of watch some of those bills. And then you'll you'll be happy if you have your bills paid. Third, you want to make the most of your morning. Now, a good night's sleep is absolutely critical to long-term happiness. You've heard Heather Brittany in Health Matters talking about the importance of getting seven to eight hours of sleep and the fact that, you know, at the turn of 1900s that people slept 9.6 hours. It was average because we were an agricultural society, whereas today we're sleeping less than 6.9 hours. People with insomnia are 10 times more likely to develop depression and 17 times more likely to have anxiety than people who get a good night's sleep. Well, just as that's important, your morning routine is really critical. Eating breakfast, as Heather said in this first segment, even though, you know, I've had, like her, I've never really been a big breakfast eater, but I do eat some yogurt and some fruit every morning now, just a little bit, because it starts to boost your energy. Then if you can put in 30 minutes of any kind of exercise, whether it's walking, swimming, hiking, any of that, that is going to boost your well-being for up to 12 hours, not to mention that little extra benefit of being fit and uh, having a good weight. Do you know that people who are of a normal weight have a much higher happiness level than those who are not healthy or who are overweight? So you do want to get in that little bit of exercise. Trim your TV time. Okay, I know I'm an actor and I work on television, but the bottom line for that is, is I definitely I don't watch very much. The happiest people, according to National Geographic's True Happiness Test, and this was a study of over 40,000 people, watch less than one hour of TV a day. Why? Because we get more authentic happiness from being with family and friends. And as we talk about here on Be the Star You Are and Literacy Charity, from reading and engaging in a, hap- in a hobby. So that's why reading is important. Pick up a good book or grab your Kindle or your Nook or your, your iPad and read something. What's more, it, we have so much advertising and programming on television, and it's designed to make you want more things. Plus, it's also designed to make you feel less about yourself. I mean, have you ever watched and realized, oh, my gosh, I need that wrinkle cream. Oh, I better pop a pill. I'm, I'm too fat. Or 
gosh, I have to have that pair of shoes or I'm not going to look sexy. So we need to pare down to, you know, our television, place it in an out of the way room, get it out of the bedroom. <laughs> Don't have it in the kitchen where you're going to eat and you're going to do that mindless watching and you're not going to do the mindful, the mindful uh, eating that we were talking about. The next on the happiness uh, meter is, do you have a soulmate or do you have someone that is a really great companion or are you in a long-term committed relationship? People in long-term committed relationships suffer less stress and they live longer with fewer diseases. Another bonus, multiple studies show that people who are married are two times more likely to be happy than non-married people. Now, it's not to say that marriage assures bliss because we can all we have to do is look at the divorce rates. But what happens is research also reveals that health and happiness decline if you're in an unhappy relationship. So I'm not saying you get into a relationship just to be in it. The upshot is if you are in a long-term relationship and you're happy, work hard to stay where you are. If you're unhappy, get out because even though it's more painful at first to get out, it's it really depresses you and it really puts your happiness in the toilet. So the whole idea is to be in a relationship, not necessarily have to be married, but just find someone who you feel that you can share your soul with. Now you've also you've always heard of you know the there's the books out there uh, and a lot of them on the power of prayer. Well, we are not sure whether church going makes you happy or whether it's just people who uh, that happy people go to church or they tend to have some spiritual basis. But again, the research is indicating that people who belong to a faith-based community and it doesn't matter what religion and attend services, you know, once a week They live as many as seven years longer than people who don't. Plus, churchgoers are less likely to engage in risky behaviors, such as drug and alcohol abuse. And they seem to be satisfied with less money, which might be that whole keeping up with the Joneses and that whole idea of, you know, the celebrity madness that have taken over our our whole uh, system. So also, people who have a spiritual basis tend to have less stress, and they have a built-in social network. They also tend to, when they get in a hard time, they surrender it to their higher power, to their God or to whoever they call it. So if you don't belong to any particular religious group, at least you want to start evaluating your values and beliefs and find a place that you feel that you can really connect. The next is create a sunny sanctuary. Now, this really works into me and my whole green idea and being the gardener that I am is that it's so important that we do have sunshine in our lives and a little bit of green. And so even if you live in a busy city in a high-rise apartment, make sure that you get outside every day and get at least 15 minutes of sunshine whether it is in a park or you know in some in a garden or a botanical garden it's very important live plants and soft music provide contentment and boost our happiness now in um I, uh, our next segment we're going to be talking about uh, our pets and pooches but you can gain more peace with a pet. 
Pet owners are known to have lower blood pressure and fewer stress hormones circulating in their blood. Uh, the State of University at uh, New York, the State University of New York, actually in Buffalo, studied 240 married couples and discovered that the presence of a pet was more effective than having a spouse or a friend when you have to ease the effects of any kind of stress. I found that very interesting, especially since it says, you know, that all the research is showing being in a relationship. So if you're not in a relationship with a human, you definitely want to have a pet. And if your lifestyle and budget can accommodate a pet, you can go to a local animal shelter and adopt a pet. And as most of you know who have been listening to my show for any uh, reason, a reasonable amount of time, I take in abandoned and abused animals. And I've been doing this for over 20 years, as uh, my family has. And what's amazing, people always say to me, well, aren't you exhausted from taking care of all these animals? And isn't it, you know, so expensive? Well, I would rather spend money taking care of my animals and having my garden so that I have a nature place than to spend money on myself. And I get so much from them. And so, of course, you know, so I have all these crazy, wonderful animals, ducks and geese and rabbits and goats and, you know, <laughs> the potbelly pig. <laughs> it's, it's really fun. And right now I have little baby chicks, so it's quite fun. And the next thing to make you happier is ignite your passion for compassion. You know, when you give, it feels good. And several studies show that givers tend to be the happiest people of all. Having founded Be The Star You Are Charity and being the executive director, and I have to write a lot of checks, and I'm always giving back because everything I do is as a volunteer. Again, I'm often asked, you know, what's the satisfaction in there? It is, a, you know, it's a paradigm. I have no idea why it is that the more you give, the better you feel. So, you know, get involved in something. If you want to get involved with Be The Star You Are, you can go to btsya.org or be the star you are.org and you can donate you can become a volunteer it, just find out all the ways at the end of the day those who gave their money away reported being happier than those who spent it on themselves i think that's very interesting altruism stimulates the same pleasure centers in the brain as sugar and as cocaine. So let making a difference be your cocaine. Get off the other drugs and get the drug of, of giving and volunteering. Of course, you don't have to dole out tons of money. Sign up to help out at your grandchild's school or volunteer at a local uh, hospital. Go to a shelter. Uh, go and uh, play with pets. All of that, all of that will help you be happier. And then let me just give you a couple of other tips that I think are really important. And if you ask any happy person, they'll tell you that they do these things differently and that these are kind of part of being happy. And I know for me, it is. Don't hold grudges. You know, happy people understand that it's better to forgive. And you might not be able to forget, but you do want to forge ahead. Because when you hold negative feelings, the only one that gets hurt is yourself. Treat everyone with kindness. Did you know that it's proven that when you're kind, it makes you happier? So perform a selfless act, and your, bru- your brain will produce some serotonin, and that will ease your tension and lift your spirits. Don't see problems as problems. Use the word challenge. The word problem was never part of a happy person's vocabulary, 
So when we have challenges, we know that we can overcome them. We'll go through them, we'll go over them, we'll go under them. Express gratitude for what you already have because remember, the more you're grateful for, the more you will have to be grateful for. It gives you a great sense of satisfaction. Dream big. We just did a show with our Express Yourself teens and it was called Dream Big. And, you know, to think that we can have these kids that are uh, doing their own radio shows and hosting, we have to get into the habit of dreaming big because if we reach for an airplane, we're going to hit the ground. But if we reach for the stars, we are going to land on a few. Don't sweat the small stuff. Richard Carlson had it right. Happy people ask themselves, is this going to matter to me in a year? You know, you got to just let it go, as my friend Jim says. Let it roll off your back. And then there are more important things in life than worry, worry, worry. Speak well of others. Being nice feels better than being mean. And say nice things. My mother always said, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. And this is what I taught my kids. And I always love it, you know, as, as long as Heather has been my daughter, which is always, I've never heard her say anything negative about people. And I think that's a really important thing. Don't make excuses. Benjamin Franklin once said, he that is good for making excuses is seldom good for anything else. Happy people don't make excuses and they don't play the blame game. Instead, they own up to their mistakes. And by doing so, you proactively try to change things for the better. Live in the present. It's great to to have a past, but remember, we are in the present. So we can't dwell on the past or worry about the future. Today is the present. That's why it is a gift. Wake up every morning and say, thank God it's morning. Avoid comparisons. Everyone works at their own pace and don't compare yourself to others. As I said earlier, choose your friends wisely. Misery does love company and that's why it's important to surround yourself with optimistic, forward-thinking, happy people. Don't worry about approval from other. Just love yourself. Listen to what people say, but don't seek, seek approval. Always listen to your gut. And talking about listening, take time to listen. Listen. Listening keeps your mind open to others' wisdoms and outlooks on life. And the more intensely li- you listen and the quieter your mind, the more content you're going to feel. Surround yourself with good people. Attempt to meditate every day. I just feel that if I can give myself even 10 minutes to silence my mind, that I feel better. Eat well, keep your body fit, exercise. Don't just shop, shop, shop. Live, you know, minimally. Live with what you need. Tell the truth. Establish your own personal control and self-worth. Accept what you cannot change because that's the way it is. And guess what? You're going to find true happiness. What makes you happy? Share and comment and be happy every day. I'm Cynthia Bryan, and when we come back, we're going to go and talk more about how pets make us happy and create a uh, an emergency kit for the wonderful pets in our life. It's Pets to the Rescue. I wish you a beautiful life. Stay with me. Don't go away. You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. Back in a bit. Be the star you are. The star you
what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite World Talk Radio show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star-style consultations. With personalized sessions by phone or in person, you'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7888. Two seven. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com. You can be the star you are. Looking for unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for the special woman in your life? The Carmony Collection creates handmade handbags, clutches, candles, and canvases from vintage and recycled fabrics, bangles, and beads. Be eco-friendly and fashionable with prices for all pocketbooks. Visit www.carmonycollection.com. That's Carmony with a K and Collection with a K. Or call 925-785-7827. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth. Visit bethestarur.org to make a tax deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. Be the star you are. dot org. Be the lucky star you are. Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at World Talk Radio. the volume, grab a seat, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and motivated to greatness. It's power party time on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with your hosts, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. If you're wondering who the uh, who was singing the song of Be the Star You Are or the business of show business, that was the late great Frankie Lane, who was one of the first people on this radio show about 15 years ago and told me that he had, at one point, I guess in the 1950s, was known as the theme song writer for all these movies. And I said, well, we need a theme song. And he was very quick to say, well, I would love to do that. And he wrote one for my television show, The Business of Show Business. And he wrote a song for Star Style, uh, the Live Your Dreams, the show Live Your Dreams. And saying that, and then he also did "Be the Star You Are." So I am so grateful to uh, to him, and may his memory live long. Many of you may remember him as writing, you know, "Rollum, Rollum, Rollum," that Rawhide song. That was uh, that was pretty cool. Well, we're going to talk about pets because this is a subject: gardening and pets and children are things that are really, really important to me. And, you know, especially now when we've just had these horrible tornadoes in uh, Oklahoma and Texas and then recently Hurricane Sandy, how do we keep our pets safe in an emergency? There's no doubt that people in America pamper their pets, but pet services and that pet services is one of the growing um 
uh, industries, I guess, in the world. It, there's gourmet treats, there's spas, there's pet hotels, there's designer clothing, there's fancy retirement homes. But there, did you know that even approximately 5 to 7 million pets enter animal shelters nationwide every year and that there are more than 10,000 adoptable dogs and cats killed every single day right here in the USA. Well, sometimes some of these pets end up in these shelters because of these national disasters that happened. And do you know what to do and how you could keep your animals safe? Natural disasters routinely grab the headlines, but most of us aren't really prepared for them. We're not even prepared for our human selves, but even more so, what do we do in a fire, a hurricane, or some hazard spill that might just set, set uh, your pets fleeing. Have you taken any steps to safeguard your cat or dog in an emergency? And, of course, cats and dogs are the most common pets. One, our 12-year-old um, on my show, Express Yourself, that I produce Tuesdays for the kids of at noon on Voice America, he has a... a um, Bearded dragon, yeah, that's what it's called. And he raises lizards, snakes, and turtles. So, but he is ready. He is ready. Now, what you have to do is think about the weather and the geological hazards that are in your area, as well as what could happen, like, you know, technology blackouts. That is, that is something you must think about. You have to lay the groundwork. Be sure your cat or dog has some kind of ID, whether it's an implanted microchip, a tattoo, or waterproof pouch with your contact information attached to the collar. I know that Heather's little dog has a microchip in it, and that just seems like such a smart idea. Before a crisis strikes, figure out who can take your pet in an emergency. Talk to your veterinarian as far as boarding recommendations or talk to a a nearby animal care center and ask if it provides emergency shelters. You want to prepare an emergency kit, which would include pet food, water in secure bottles, and you want to have some no-spill bowls. For an evacuation, you want to have at least two weeks of food and water. Make sure you have all your pet medications along with a pet first aid kit. You may not be able to get any other medications. Record the dose and the frequency for each drug and provide a contact list with your veterinarian's phone number. Don't forget to have some toys and treats and blankets and things that are familiar to your pets because your pets are going to be scared just like you are. You want to pack a leash, collar, or a harness, and maybe you even may need a muzzle to prevent your pet from biting strangers who handle them because, again, they're going to be in a very stressful situation if, and I hope it doesn't happen to you, but it's happened to many, if there is some kind of emergency. To transport your pet, you might want to have a collapsible cage with bedding. Label all your carriers with your identification and your contact information. Your pet evacuation kit should also contain proof of ownership. You want pet registration information, adoption papers, proof of purchase, that microchip information, and a description of your pet. I also think having a photo of your pet is a good idea to keep in a folder and have all this stuff ready in case you have to evacuate. Write down your breed, your age, your gender, the color, and any distinguishing uh, characteristics. And finally, for easy reunions, make sure that the photographs are probably on your computer or your smartphone. I know that in an emergency, one of the first things I would be grabbing is my computer 
and my smartphone. So I keep all of that information easily on my um, computer and on my my uh, iPhone. So make sure to do that. Now, some people have asked about pet insurance. Is it worth it? Is it worth it to underwrite Rover? You know, Rover. Humans aren't the only ones that are facing skyrocketing uh, health care costs. The price of a veterinary service today is continuing to rise, which is why buying pet insurance can be a smart investment. Now, most pets get sick or injured at some point of their lives, and treatment for major maladies such as cancer can run into the thousands. Because providers and policies and stipulations can vary widely, you're going to want to do some research, and you're going to want to choose a pet insurance plan that that isn't so complex that you can't understand it. Now, according to Kristen Lynch, who is the executive director of North American Pet Health Insurance Association in Ohio, there are essentially about a dozen major pet insurance companies that primarily issue three main types of policies. One is called an accidents only, and the average monthly premium is ten to twenty dollars, you know, for dogs, and it'll be lower for cats. The next one is an accidents and illness, which is a major medical plan. It's thirty to forty dollars a month on average, and then there's just a wellness one that is vaccinations and checkups plus accidents and illnesses, and that can run as high as sixty to seventy-five dollars a month. Now, regardless of the tier, the most companies reimburse are eighty percent of vet bills. So the owner copay is always going to be 20%, and deductibles often start at 100 And they could rise gradually as the pet ages. So some companies do allow you to choose your deductible level and to bring down or bring up your premium. But be aware that many companies deny coverage for pre-existing conditions, as they do with humans. For They may deny coverage for specific treatments and for procedures and high-risk breeds. Also, some plans may have payout limitations per incident, year, and lifetime. So insuring your pet may sound like a smart strategy, but it's definitely not for everyone. You may want to look into this and then consider your financial situation because sometimes the pet insurance just gets way too expensive. Now, here are some ideas of uh, when it's time to shop. So before you shop for providers and plans, ask your vet and some trusted friends if they have pet insurance and who they might recommend. Look for a provider that has a very long history, not a company that just started, and then do some price comparison and some coverage comparison. So you're comparing apples to apples. Finally, before making your choice, be prepared to ask these important questions. What is and is not covered by the policy? What are the coinsurance and deductible options and charges? What are the coverage limits per year? Are there uh, coverage limits per incidence and for a lifetime? How are pre-existing conditions defined and handled? How can claims be processed and when are they reimbursed? And finally, you know, you can um, contact the American Veterinary Medical Association because they have further tips on what to look for in pet insurance Plus, they have a list of major providers. So those are some tips on uh, pet insurance. And, you know, hopefully you'll find out if that's something you need. I've had some questions about what can you do if you have a, a dog comes home, you're a dog, 
and is urinating all over your yard or all over your house? Can you train them? And the answer is yes, you can. Now, what your dog is doing is marking. If another dog has been there before, your dog is probably going to keep marking because they want to claim their territory. Uh, dogs that haven't been neutered are more likely to do their marking. But, you know, with time and with patience, you can train your dog to go to the bathroom in any location. What you're going to want to do is block off forbidden areas in your yard, take your dog out on a leash and to the designated potty spot, and then stay there until he or she goes. Afterward, praise, 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 give them a treat, and eventually your dog is going to get the picture that this isn't the right place to go to the bathroom, and they will be happy to uh, when you're praising them that uh, they're doing the right thing. I know one of my girlfriends in Los Angeles who actually has a pit bull Labrador mix and she just, she got some chickens and the pit bull would love to kill and eat those chickens. But it's such a great dog and they were such great trainers that they sat with that dog every day with those chickens until the dog learned to Leave the chickens alone. The dog doesn't like the chickens, but the dog uh, does not attack the chickens. So we can really train our animals as long as we have patience and we give them lots of love and lots of treats. And then just don't forget that if you are looking for a pet, consider adopting from an animal shelter because we would much prefer not to have to euthanize animals at all. There are so many animals that need homes. I've even adopted birds from animal shelters. Well, I want to thank you all for being great listeners and allowing Heather, Brittany, and I into our your lives each week. And we thank you for coming into our lives and thank you for your comments and your emails. Make sure you are tuned to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, every week. And remember that starting in July, we'll be on Wednesdays from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern. And we will be bringing you authors from around the globe. We'll get back to bringing the authors on the show. For more information about Star Style Productions or to purchase any of the books I've written, Chicken Soup for the Gardener's Soul, Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts, Be the Star You Are for Teens, The Business of Show Business, The Blessings of Love and Relationship or Miracle Moments. You can go to StarStyleProductions.com or StarStyleRadio.com and click on the store. Please consider making a donation. Get that feel-good quotient for yourself. Make a donation to Be the Star You Are. Go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Our aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, and motivate you. We want you to see beyond your physical being and know that you are already a star. We want you to dream big and be the person you were born to be. Cherish the past, dream of the future, but celebrate today. And always remember, for every beauty, there is an eye somewhere to see it. For every truth, there is an ear somewhere to hear it. And for every love, there is a heart somewhere to receive it. Love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles keep us happy. Go out into the world and be the star you are. My name is Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. I thank you and encourage you. Live big, live bold, live happy. Until next week, have fun. Thank you for tuning in every week for the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are.
Our goal is to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to reach for the stars and shine brightly. For further information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. You're invited to our power party next week and every week right here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel with the dynamic duo, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, our health hero, Heather Brittany, and the pioneers on the planet. We'll pour more champagne for the spirit with positive, uplifting, life-changing radio. Until we play again, be the star you are. You are.